Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more Reddit stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, and let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from OpenLychee7587 from the True Off My Chest subreddit and says, I just took a DNA test. Turns out I'm 100% not my dad's son. For as long as I can remember, my parents' marriage has been happy and stable. They were high school sweethearts and my dad proposed to her at their senior prom, or so they say. Nowadays, they're your stereotypical old couple, just as in love as the day they married. For Thanksgiving, one of my friends bought DNA kits for a whole friend group. He's super into genealogy and family trees and wanted to share his hobby, I guess. I just got my results back and my biological father was found. Except he's not the man who I grew up calling my dad. He's some rando from New Jersey. He hasn't reached out to me and I have no intention of reaching out to him. I have to admit, he does look like me, but he doesn't look like my sister at all. That means that either my sister is my dad's real daughter or that my mum cheated multiple times. I do know that my dad's family has a history of fertility issues and that his identical twin brother can't have kids at all. I don't want to blow up my parents' lives, and regardless of my DNA, my dad is still my dad. He raised me and loved me like his own, and that's all that matters to me. But there's a voice in the back of my mind telling me to tell. My dad deserves to know that his wife cheated and that he raised another man's child. But then, will he ever look at me the same? What if he disowns me out of rage? And what about my mum? She lives off his pension and home business, but she's a cheater, so maybe I shouldn't consider her feelings. I don't know. I had to tell someone, so I figured Reddit might be a good place. I'm going to think about what I should do for a while before taking any drastic action. I have the power to destroy my parents' lives, and I don't take that lightly. But as always, we have some relevant comments with some answers from the OP. So BoardPanda55 says, Kind of depends on the couple, age, religion, etc. You literally have no idea what happened around your conception unless they told you something. It is very possible something else other than cheating. Maybe talk to mum first. I know you are angry now, but cheating is only one of multiple reasons for this. Last question. Did your DNA come back 100% your mum as your mum? Because that happened on Reddit before. Guy DNA tested his daughter, found out she wasn't him, and flipped on his wife. After tons of work and testing mum, they found out their child had been switched in the hospital. I think I remember that one. OP says, her family's never done DNA testing, so I don't know. My parents have been honest with me about other embarrassing things. I just can't see them keeping something like that from me, but I suppose it's possible. Zena Sebastian says, how old are you, OP? It doesn't really matter, I'm just curious. 
You should definitely talk to your mum first. Your dad may know that you're not his biologically. Opie says I'm 27. And you're right that it doesn't matter. I know people think I'm acting immature by jumping to cheating, but my gut is telling me that it can't be something as simple as a sperm donor or adoption. We're family. We tell each other everything. Me and my dad especially. And I can't believe that they hide something as important as who gave me the blood in my veins. I don't know. And I guess I won't know until I talk to my mum. Diligent Course 6616 says, Let me ask you some advice from a step-parent in a similar situation. Would you have preferred to have been told the truth since you were old enough to understand or have it continue be kept a secret, knowing how you feel now? I don't want to lie to my stepdaughter, who calls me daddy and also known me as so, but obviously being a five-year-old wouldn't comprehend much anyway. I don't know. Guess I'll figure it out when the time comes. Opie says, I'm pretty raw right now, so take it with a grain of salt, but I wish I'd known. Either way, I'd have known my dad loves me as I'm sure your stepdaughter does. But if I'd known then, I wouldn't feel so shocked and betrayed right now. Also, what happens if your daughter grows up, moves out, then gets sick? She won't be able to give the doctors an accurate family history. And if she gives them your family history thinking that you're her bio dad, that might lead her medical team astray. She deserves to know where she comes from. Haunting Ad said, I found out my parents used a donor via genealogy kit when I was in my 30s. They planned to never tell me. Your mum may not have cheated at all. Which doohickey replies saying, this is exactly what I think happened with OP's parents. Especially since the identical twin is infertile and OP has a sibling. I'm thinking that dad is infertile. They use different donors for their two kids and never planned on telling either child. If that is the case, I'm sure the parents would have been worried this day would come ever since ancestry came onto the scene. And... A lot of people are going down this sperm donor route because of the infertility within the family, which, you know, I think does make sense. There's also a lot of people talking about knowing your own medical history, which we see in a lot of these stories as well, which makes sense to me. But I think the main consensus out of this one was that talk to your mum, find out what's going on. So OP did come in and update the post after and said, all right, so first off, I just want to say you're were uh, half right. Secondly, I want to explain in more depth why I didn't think it could be a sperm donor. My family, my dad especially, hold honesty as one of, if the highest values. The angriest I've ever seen my dad was when I covered up a bad grade in high school. Now, he never hit me or even really came close, but he shouted and made me feel like a piece of shit. My point is that lying is considered the greatest sin in my dad's eyes. He always told me that a man is only good as his word. The thought of my dad keeping something like that from me was nearly unthinkable. The reason I went straight to cheating rather than something like sexual assault was that I don't look at all like my dad. Because of this, my cousins teased me my whole childhood. They called my mum a whore behind her back and combined with my rocky relationship with my mum, this made me always suspect that my mum had cheated. The DNA test only confirmed my suspicions, which is why I was so adamant that's what happened. Now, with a clearer head, I realized how those biases were affecting my judgment. Anyway, I called my mum the other day and explained about the DNA test. She chuckled, and instead of confessing to cheating like I thought she would, or to using a sperm donor like you guys thought she would, she said to me, I guess we couldn't keep this forever. Okay, I guess it's time you knew. 
and then proceeded to tell me this absolutely wild story. Here we go. She told me what I'd already guessed about my dad's fertility, that he's completely unable to have biological kids. Apparently, my parents didn't have the cash to pay for a sperm donor or an adoption, but they wanted a kid more than anything in the world. What they agreed to do was for my mum to drive to the next state over and have unprotected intercourse with men in the hope she'd get pregnant. Apparently, she tried to choose guys who had similar features to my dad so that the extended family wouldn't get suspicious. Luckily for my parents, my sister came out looking like a clone of my mum. Three years later, my parents did the same thing and that's where I came from. As I said before, I look nothing like my dad. I do have some features from my mum's side of the family, but absolutely none of my dad's side. Other than that, I have a lot of freckles, and so does my dad, and a few of his relatives. Turns out my biological father is also covered in freckles. I asked my mum if my sister knows, and she said that my sister doesn't know. My mum asked me for help telling my sister, because my sister has been hinting that she wants a DNA test before having kids, which she wants to have soon. I agreed. I'll be going over to my sister's place to talk to her soon and the current plan is to have my parents on Zoom. I don't think I'll be updating again, so get your I told you so's out of the way now. Lol. Oh, what? <laughs> it's one of those stories where I'm just like, uh, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I know honesty is the best policy, but I'm just trying to imagine that situation where OP confronted his mum and his mum just sort of chuckled and then went and told the story how she was going to other states and you know basically basically sleeping with other guys in the hopes to get pregnant i don't know it all just feels like such a lottery to me it all just feels absolutely wild with so many different risks involved including stis and obviously Opie said they're 27 years old, things like Ancestry weren't around back then. DNA testing services, I guess, like Ancestry, that's really easy to get hold of these days, weren't around. I think I only started, quick Google says 2012. Don't quote me on that because I'm not 100% sure. So they obviously didn't think that might be a case for down the road. But if Biofather ever does a DNA test similar to that, he's going to realize he has a child somewhere, which, you know, is another story in itself. Gee whiz. Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Now, our next story is from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit. It does have an update as well. 
there's a trigger warning on this story that says racism. So if you do want to skip the story, please feel free to do so. Timestamps are always down in the description and along the timeline below. And it says, am I the asshole here for telling a friend what a tattoo really says? Throw away, friend group knows my main account. I, 37 male, went out to a New Year's Eve with a group of friends. And the group had some friends of friends, basically people I've known in passing. One of them, Andy, 39 male, bought his girlfriend, Julie, 30s, female. Julie decided to show a tattoo she got last week. She rolled up her sleeve to show it and she announced proudly it said strength and beauty in Chinese. It was on her forearm and I almost spit take. Now, I have to explain I'm half Korean, but people have mistaken me as Hispanic, so I don't really look Korean to most Westerners. I'm also not fluent, but conversational in Korean and able to read. The tattoo was in Hangul characters and definitely did not say strength and beauty. Julie got upset at my spit take and asked what my problem was. I said it's not Chinese and it doesn't say what you think it does. She got even more mad and said what would I know. I explained I was Korean American, can read Korean and what it says is not nice. I asked her what happened at the tattoo shop and she said she always wanted to get Asian characters. I went to a shop and saw a Chinese guy in the shop and demanded he be the one to do her ink. I asked Julie and Andy if Julie did anything that could have pissed the tattoo artist off. She denied it, but Andy confessed she was super pushy about it and kept saying she wanted him to do it over any other artist in the shop because he would be used to the characters, plus a few other statements. By this point, she was crying and not enjoying hanging out for New Year's Eve. She wanted to leave and wanted Andy to take her. On her way out, she asked me what it said. I said, it's like the worst thing you could call a woman. It's like bitch, but worse. She just burst into tears while walking out and the two of them left. The rest of my friends said I was a real jerk for spoiling a new tattoo. And I could have made something up or not reacting. I had to explain that the word used is a really cultural faux pas and to see it on skin is shocking to the highest degree and the fact i was sipping on a beer when she revealed it only made a spit take impossible to avoid well this morning i got some messages from friends saying i really should apologize to julie for traumatizing her about her tattoo i feel like this is ridiculous like it's a really vulgar word on her arm and if i had that on my skin i'd like to know but everyone else thinks that i should have just complimented her instead so reddit Am I the arsehole for revealing to a friend what a tattoo actually says? And we're going to start in the comments with Dangerous Ad 1986 who says not the arsehole. She pushed for a person she assumed was Chinese to do a Chinese tattoo. Her character was revealed to everyone how she treats others. Now she has a messed up tattoo that she didn't even know what it said. You did her a favor. She's embarrassed as she should be. Everyone telling you that you need to apologize and shouldn't have said anything are ridiculous. They would all be mad at you if you didn't and found out you knew it and didn't say that. The hypocrisy. Ladybug Gal says the friends saying you should have just complimented her are the reason we get to watch the horrendous additions on shows like American Idol. I mean, how can people get there truly thinking they are a great singer? It's because friends don't want to hurt them by telling the truth. Well, even if I hedged a bit about their singing ability when they were singing karaoke, I'd fess up if I heard they were going to audition. You, my friend, would be right there fessing up and getting the person to reconsider auditioning with me. I choose to be this kind of friend because 
as a time and place for being kind and smoothing the waters for ego's sake. Like auditioning when you can't sing. Walking around with a vulgar tattoo is neither the time nor the place. Not the arsehole, and while she may be upset right now, I hope she will come to thank you for your honesty. The real reply starts saying, you reminded me of a story of when my daughter was a kid. She was a really fantastic singer now and got a standing ovation at an open mic night when I went to see her sing. At the time, she was in middle school and wanted to enter a talent contest. And the song she was planning to sing was beyond her capabilities with high notes she couldn't hit. We didn't have the heart to tell her how bad it was, so we suggested recording it so she could try and improve. After playing it back, she was glad we did because she'd have been mortified if she actually sang it in the contest. And one more comment from Celestia Messenger who says, If I had a vulgarity inked on my body, I'd be so thankful someone told me, you did the right thing. So, OP came in to update the post and said, My friends contacted me a day later and apologized for responding to me the way they did New Year's Eve. They said they were more worried about the New Year's Eve party being brought down that night. But after sleeping on it and getting back to work, most of them realized they too would have wanted to know if they got branded with a vulgar word. Also, very few knew Julie and only knew her through Andy, so they mostly tolerate her. Apparently, this isn't her first incident either. And Julie isn't white, which is kind of funny, everyone painting her as some blonde white girl, lol. I decided to play peacemaker and talk to Andy and Julie and even offered to meet them at the tattoo shop. We went Friday night, walked in, and I saw the tattoo artist in question. Funny thing is, most Asians can tell I'm half Asian by looking. So he saw, and he went, you told her what it said, yes? Kind of nonchalantly in Korean. We had a brief discussion in Korean. He remarked my accent had a American twang to it. Asked where my family was from, found out both our families came from the same city. The gist is, I pointed out, he could get sued for the tat. He admitted he pressed his luck with it and offered to pay out of his pocket for another artist in the shop to do a cover-up. I relayed that back to Judy and that seemed to appease her. She went to one of the, I guess, tattoo people who would call it a workstation and he explained that she still has to wait two months. Julie didn't like that. Even when the artist explained that standard procedure is to wait two months for a tat to heal up until a cover-up is done. Andy thankfully googled it and pointed out that two months seems to be a minimum and more complex tattoos have up to six months recommended healing before a cover job. She accepted the offer for a free cover and paperwork was signed and such. And one of the top comments on the whole post was was from what is in a name 19 who says the lack of common sense in the comment section doesn't even surprise me. The smart thing to do would be to refuse her service and ban her. If you want to go a step further, contact all the other decent studios in the city and they hopefully ban her too. That way she has to go out of her way to get a tattoo. What you don't do is deliberately mark that person's body with a vulgar word and that opens you up to being sued. Especially when you made it clear that it was on purpose in front of a number of witnesses. While being petty feels great, it can just as easily come back and bite you in the ass. And I would have no sympathy for the artist because that level of stupidity is not an excuse. Hope he was a great friend and I sincerely hope Julie learns to be a better person. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. 
Let's have one more story from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit. It's one of the top stories, doesn't have an update at the moment. It's from WildStick5998 and says, Am I the Arsehole for accepting the prize money for winning a game? I didn't know I was playing. So, I21 female went to my granddad's 80 male house last week and he handed me a jar full of cash with my name on it. He told me to count it and it came to £3,200. I asked him what it was for and he explained the rules of the game he'd been playing with the whole family. From the 1st of December 2023 to the 31st December 2023. Every time a member of the family visited him, he put 100 in their jar for every hour they spent with him. At the end of the month, the person who spent the most time with him would receive all the money in their jar and the others would get nothing. He obviously didn't tell anybody that he was doing this so that no one spent extra time with him to get the money. I won his game by £600, so six hours more than the person who came second, my uncle. At first, I didn't want to accept the money, only because I didn't think it was right to play games with people without them knowing, especially not your family. But after a while, he convinced me to take my prize money because I earned it. When I got home, I told my parents about the money and explained his game to them. I told my mum where she came on the scoreboard, fourth, and she was understandably upset at her father for making us unknowingly compete with each other. Then she told the rest of the family via a group chat. So now, pretty much my whole family is mad at my granddad for doing this, but also me for accepting the money. He's an old man and he's not exactly a millionaire. So they think that I should have refused the money and confronted him for what he did. I think that if he was willing to play this game, then he obviously has no problem with giving the money away. And he did insist on me taking it. Also, he's always been a weird guy. So although I don't agree with what he did, I'm not too surprised. So I don't think I should have to start an argument with him about it. Edit. Sorry, I didn't make it clear enough. This took place between December 1st and December 31st of last year, but only lasting one month. Each person who visited him had a separate jar, and my jar had £3,200 in it because I spent 32 hours with him. Other people had different amounts in their jars, but I only received what was in mine. Another edit, thank you for all your responses so far. I've seen a lot of comments about how his game was unfair because some people have more free time. That's completely true. Although in this case, don't assume that just because I'm young, I have more free time. I have a full-time job, a partner, and a small side business to run. I have significantly less time than most of my family, apart from maybe my uncle, who works slightly more hours than me. The majority of my family work part-time or not at all, and only my aunt has a young kid to attend to. But she doesn't work either. I'm not saying the game was fair, but I think most of my family would not have trouble finding the spare time to spend with him. Some would just rather be doing anything else. But I'm going to try and cover a selection of comments on this one. Some from the controversial section, which were downvoted. Some of the upvoted ones as well. So, Bowie says, not the arsehole. And if you feel bad about receiving this money, might I suggest you spend it on experiences for you and your granddad to share. Opie responds saying, he does keep talking about wanting to go abroad somewhere. I could spend it on us both having a nice holiday. Impossible Grill says you're the arsehole. Your grandfather sounds incredibly manipulative. And I'd have to believe he has done things like this many times throughout his life. You should divide the money amongst your family members or take them all out to dinner or something and not invite him. You didn't win anything. You continued to just be a pawn in this game. Either one, not very bright and thought by telling you as well, as letting others know they were ranked 
that he would get more attention and visitors next year. Two, he did the above to divide your family. What he could have done is said thank you for visiting me so much this year. It meant a lot to me. I've been saving some money and I'd like you to have it. Please don't tell anyone else. I, I really wanted to do a grand gesture for someone and I don't want to hurt any feelings. Instead, he told you where everyone ranked. Dawn in Danger says I think Grandpa is the arsehole for this manipulative game. Dopey is not the arsehole for accepting the money. ETA Grandpa is also likely very stupid. Now that he's played this game once, everyone is going to fall over themselves to spend time with him and it won't be genuine. They're just going to want his money. Stress says not the arsehole. Personally, I think this game just shows which people in the family get along with him better and feel a certain closeness and understanding with your grandpa and thus spend time together. Is it a bit rude to put that into monetary value? A bit, but he's free to do what he wants. Though I suspect now he'll just get many more visits around Christmas and he will not give money again next year. Lady says not the arsehole. Objectively, your grandfather has decided to give you money and that's purely between the two of you. This should be the end of the story. Now, if you want to discuss the gamification aspect of it, here's what I think. Your grandfather has noticed things or he wouldn't have come up with this game. And to reward certain behaviors without encouraging pure greedy attitudes, he rewards them after the fact. Family members being mad at losing this game and showing animosity, if not jealousy, because you did, comes very close to an embarrassing self-report. But now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Some of the comments are all over the place in this one, saying some saying that they think that the granddad's pretty manipulative in this situation. Some people just saying, you know, it was, well, the intentions were good, but it was just a shit execution. Other people saying it reveals about the rest of the family. What do you guys make of it? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved. And hopefully I'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 